Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to the third season of Criminalia. This season, we're exploring the lives and motivations of some of the most notorious imposters throughout history. I'm Maria Tremarchi. And I'm Holly Fry. Let's talk about Stephen Jacob Weinberg. Stephen was born into a working class family in Brooklyn, New York on November 25th, 1890. And growing up, he wanted nothing more than to become a doctor. When his parents could not afford the tuition for that career path, he began his path to becoming, instead, one of the greatest pretenders. And, as far as we can tell, he never used his given name again. That might be something of an exaggeration, but let's be clear, only a slight exaggeration. Instead of fulfilling his dream of becoming a doctor, although he'd actually get around to pretending to be one eventually, uh, Weinberg, about the time he was 20, was stuck working a series of dead-end jobs. It's also when he often referred to as a, quote, talented and highly intelligent individual began to imagine and live other lives. 
In those lives, he went by many different names, although he never impersonated a real person. These were all fictitious identities that he created. This is by far not a complete list that we're giving you, but it's a really good one in terms of getting a sense of his scope. He posed as Ethan Allen Weinberg. He pretended to be Royal St. Cyr. He used the names Sterling C. Wyman and Rodney S. Wyman. He used the aliases S. Clifford Weinberg and C. Sterling Weinberg. He also used the names Alan Stanley Wayman and Stanley Clifford Wayman. His go-to name eventually became Stanley Clifford Wayman, and once he reached middle age, he just started using that as though it were his actual name, and he used that permanently from that point on. And the way he used aliases, and you might get a sense of it because this seems a little mixy-matchy in terms of which names he used in which position, it wasn't so much as an effort to hide something about himself or something he did. It seems almost more like he viewed his monikers as like picking out what suit he was going to wear on any given day. <laughs> in addition to his amazing number of names, there are an amazing number of stories about Steven Weinberg. Some are not so true and some are absolute lies. We're going to talk about his big moments. So over his lifetime, in addition to pretending to be many people, he pretended to be many things. And that list is also very long, and certainly we're not going to give you the complete one. He pretended to be a lawyer, also an aviator, as well as a sanitation expert. He posed as several different physicians and two psychiatrists. He impersonated a number of officers in the United States Navy, ranging in rank from lieutenant to admiral. He also impersonated five or six different United States Army officers, the State Department Naval Liaison Officer, many consuls general, and a United Nations expert on Balkan and Asian affairs. And again, when we say impersonated, he's not taking someone else's identity. He's just making them up whole cloth, impersonating the title. And people would just assume, sure, that's the title. <laughs> yes, that. Of course, I, I know who the UN expert on Balkan and Asian affairs is. Why wouldn't is. Yeah, I know yeah, him? Yeah. <laughs> it was often observed that Weinberg was fond of purchasing clothing and most especially uniforms. Even if they were somehow flawed, he wanted and saved them. When he was growing up, neighbors said he would often wear costumes. He was a bit of a pack rat and he had a fully stocked closet that allowed him to pull off nearly any dapper look. And any look that was appropriate for that occasion. Listen, this whole pack rat closet thing, I'm feeling a little attacked. But in addition to having a selection of uniforms to wear on his escapades, Weinberg was really quite a snappy or at least interesting dresser. There's one picture that Maria pulled up. He's actually in a uniform, but he knows how to wear a suit. Like, he's very oh, dashing. Yeah. He would scandalously pair striped trousers with a morning coat. <laughs> he was known to occasionally wear a white tie with dinner clothes or a black tie with tails. The very idea. And it was not unusual for him, and this is where he loses me a little, to wear tan shoes. That's my favorite part of him. I'm like, what's up with <laughs> the tan shoes? <laughs> Here's one thing that we should point out in the midst of all of this. When he was masquerading as various different people, he never changed his physical appearance only his attire. He had this air of distinction about him. His physical appearance had been described as a tall, trim man with bright brown eyes, a thin mustache, an aquiline nose, and a solemn mouth. Not to overlook this one, they also said he had a shapely head. I don't know what shape. Sure. Like, sure. 
Get a look at that skull. I know. (laughs) (laughs) When he was 21, he pulled his first real scam. Using the name Steven Weinberg, he pretended to be the United States consul delegate to a place called Porto Abre, which is a totally fake place that he alleged was near Morocco. For this, oh, spectacular, he wore a purple (laughs) uniform. And he ended up dining with the political elite in some of the finest restaurants in New York. But ultimately, he brought a little too much attention to himself when he started racking up some pretty sizable and outstanding (laughs) bills. But it wasn't those unpaid bills or the impersonation that caught up with him, although they did not help the situation when things came to light. He actually was outed by the press. They printed a photo that had him in it, and Weinberg was arrested for fraud and sentenced to time in the Elmira Reformatory. But while he was in prison, he concocted a new plan. And once he was paroled in 1915, that puts him at age 25, Weinberg kicked off his newfound freedom by inspecting the USS Wyoming. That was obviously not because anyone asked him to or paid him to do it. He didn't have any real right to do it, but he sure did want to. His new plan was to turn himself into a lieutenant commander in the Romanian army and the Romanian consul general of New York. And in these new roles, as was in his right, if those roles were real, he actually did manage to inspect a battleship. (laughs) He's amazing. Uh, So we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And coming up, Weinberg turned himself into a lieutenant commander. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions. And I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past, and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day to day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty free. 
And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's get to the story of when Weinberg inspected the USS Wyoming. The only thing that stood between Weinberg and getting on a battleship was basically just a phone call. So for this scam, he introduced himself with the alias Ethan Allen Weinberg, which personally I thought was fantastic. I'm from New England. (laughs) His alias was Ethan Allen Weinberg, um, and he was the Romanian Consul General of New York. He stated to the U.S. Department of the Navy, who he connected with is unclear, but his business was that the Queen Marie of Romania herself had instructed him to informally pay respect to the U.S. Navy. So Ethan Allen Weinberg was cleared to board. I can't believe what people get away with sometimes. (laughs) On the day of the inspection, Lieutenant Commander Weinberg boarded the USS Wyoming wearing a, quote, stunning light blue uniform dripping with gold braid and wearing an admiral's hat. That's according to the Montreal Gazette. They gave him a 21-gun salute when he got to New York Harbor, where the Wyoming was anchored. You know he loved that. Every single second of that. (laughs) He conducted an inspection reportedly on behalf of the Queen of Romania, during which he insisted the ship's sailors line up in formation, 
And then in a truly brazen move, he reprimanded any individual sailor that he thought had any real or imagined flaws in their dress or their military bearing. It was also reported that he very much enjoyed saluting and returning salutes. Following this inspection, the faux lieutenant commander threw a banquet for the officers of the USS Wyoming, because why not? It was held at the Hotel Astor in Manhattan, and it was expensive. No worries, though, right? Because the bill, of course, would be taken care of by the Romanian consulate in Washington, D.C. Except it would not be, (laughs) because no one in either the U.S. or Romania knew anyone named Lieutenant Commander Ethan Allen Weinberg. And the bill was really the least of his concern, though. Tipped off about his whereabouts, two FBI agents crashed that party. They arrested him immediately, and on the way out, he was overheard complaining that the agents should have at least waited until after dessert. (laughs) Clearly, he took this whole thing very seriously. He was sentenced, as a consequence, to one year in prison for the USS Wyoming stunt. One of the officers later stated that Weinberg pulled off, quote, quite an inspection. In an additional account, the captain of the USS Wyoming said to a reporter, quote, all I can say is the little guy put on one hell of a tour of inspection. His punishments didn't actually deter him from indulging his love of impersonation. In 1921, as State Department Naval Liaison Officer Rodney Sterling Wyman, Weinberg pulled off one of his most impressive capers. It took him about a month of preparation to pull this one off, and it was one of his most high-profile scams. Princess Fatima, who the New York Times described as, quote, the Sultana of Afghanistan, was visiting New York City. And during her time in the United States, she wanted to meet President Warren G. Harding. But for political reasons, President Harding never actually replied to her request. Afghanistan had just become an independent country. British counterparts to the U.S., though, had requested that the U.S. not meet with any Afghan representatives, stating, and we quote, We consider Afghanistan, though ostensibly independent, as still within our sphere of political influence and are anxious to discourage any proceedings which imply that we are not concerned in the foreign relations of that country. Basically, don't cut us out of your right of the picture. We still want to be all up in that business. Except a mouthful. All the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> However, State Department Naval Liaison Officer Rodney Sterling Wyman, fictitious, did reply to her request. And Wyman did arrange an introduction between the president and the princess. On July 5th, 1921, the princess and her sons visited the White House and met the president and the first lady. They took photos of this whole group, including President Harding and his wife, Florence, on the White House lawn. Wyman's uniform for this occasion was not at all at regulation, and that stood out in these pictures. The New Yorker reported the uniform was actually that of an officer in the United States Junior Naval Reserves, a non-governmental organization that was considered a, I'm going to quote this, kind of seagoing Boy Scout affair. No one at the introduction seemed to know that, though. Washington Post account of the meeting between the president and the princess described the scene on the lawn as gaudy and included details about Fatima's clothing, Her skirt was narrow in ankle length, and one of the most reported things about her appearance was the large sapphire nose ring that she apparently wore in her left nostril. 
They also reported on the gifts that she brought for her meeting with the president, including cashmere shawls, veils, rugs, tablecloths, and turbans. Those rugs are hard to ship. <laughs> like, I'm surprised that's on the list. <laughs> it was the Washington Evening Star that published a photograph of Princess Fatima, her three sons, the president, the first lady, and Rodney Sterling Wyman, the State Department naval liaison officer. After a brief investigation, Wyman was arrested. The photos were his downfall this time. When they went public, it tipped off the State Department that he did not work for them. <laughs> when addressing the court during his trial, he stated, quote, I do not wish to discuss the insanity theory on which you seem to have made up your mind. In none of my acts has there ever been intentional turpitude. All were committed in a phase or cycle or period of recurrent manic depression to which the doctors found I was subject. He was convicted for faking a naval officer, and Judge Chatfield stated that although the maximum sentence for the offense was three years in the penitentiary and a fine of $1,000, he was sentencing him to serve two years in the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. Wyman was also fined, but just $1. The judge also remarked that he believed Wyman had fooled the mental health examiners into thinking he was sane. Princess Fatima told the newspapers that she intended, after meeting the president in Washington, to go on to England next and to send her sons to Eton and Oxford. She disappears into obscurity sometime after 1922. You know how some people get their best ideas in the shower? So for Weinberg, it seems to be that he got his best ideas while incarcerated. So after another release, Weinberg popped up as the personal physician to silent screen star Pola Negri. Pola was friends with actor Rudolph Valentino, and when Valentino died in 1926, Weinberg, as Stanley Clifford Wayman, was on the scene. Valentino's manager actually exposed him as a fraud, but when the actress found out her physician was not a real MD, she replied, and I love this even if it's foolish, <laughs> quote, I don't care. He's the best doctor I've ever had. <laughs> she refused to press charges and, in fact, informed the American Medical Association more than once that Wayman was the best doctor she had ever had or ever expected to have. Wow. There's always a catch, though. So when Pola tried to pay him for his services, he declined the payment. That made it difficult for the district attorney's office to make a case against him. There was no way to prove anything the way that this had rolled out. And this would have technically made his actions outside of fraud from a legal perspective because Weinberg wasn't really benefiting from the charade in any measurable way. And this was not the only time that Weinberg faked being a doctor. Posing as Dr. Clifford Wayman, he was, for a time, an assistant to the famous Viennese surgeon Adolf Lorenz, who was known as the bloodless surgeon of Vienna, because his techniques were known as bloodless surgery. Let's take a break now <laughs> from bloodless surgery and have a word from our sponsor. And when we're back, we'll talk about the time when Weinberg held an actual real job. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. 
Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome back to Criminalia. All right, let's talk about Professor Wayman. We're moving along to World War II now, specifically the Selective Training and Service Act, which was signed into law by President Franklin D. Roosevelt in September of 1940. It required all men between the ages of 21 and 45 to register for the draft. That's actually before the U.S. entered the war. And here, Weinberg made a slight career change, I guess you could call it. He opened a school for draft dodgers, where he taught men how to avoid serving. And that was, of course, shut down. (laughs) The FBI reported that Weinberg, as Professor Stanley Wayman, counseled the men on ways of getting out of service, including how to act as though they were deaf or as though they had a mental illness. He taught these courses, and we're going to quote their names. Please know this is not the kind of language one should be using or would use today, but his courses were things like how to act like a mental incompetent, and how to simulate hearing disorders. 
as an added bonus to that class, if you couldn't just fake it, Wayman offered to puncture your eardrum so that you would become hearing impaired. Yes, that was literally something he offered people. He was arrested in 1943 when his school was discovered and when the eardrum part was also discovered. Weinberg was, again, incarcerated. And during his sentencing, he told the judge, and we'll quote this, the pattern of my life is not symmetrical. He was convicted and given five to seven years in the Atlanta penitentiary. And that is the longest sentence he ever received. While incarcerated, remember, this is when he gets very busy, Weinberg (laughs) studied law and he actually passed the Georgia bar. When he was released, he actually got a real job. He was hired as an accredited correspondent attached to a legitimate news agency. He worked that job for about two years, around 1950, 1951. Also, at this same time, he hosted a radio broadcast series on a local FM station, and it featured interviews with diplomats. Many people who worked with him later said that he had a noticeable talent as a journalist, but he lost his UN accreditation in 1951 when his identity was exposed, allegedly by a rival news agency. He said, quote, my probation officer has told me that I mustn't talk to any newspapers or magazines. This is a blow to my civil liberties. Weinberg was arrested again in a Brooklyn apartment where they found him hiding in his closet behind 35 expensive suits. He pleaded guilty to making false statements to cheat the Franklin National Bank of Franklin Square out of a $5,000 FHA loan for repairs on a house that he did not own. He was also indicted for defrauding the Nassau County National Bank of Rockville Center of $2,100. And at this point, he was in his 60s. These particular crimes, a board convened before the trial began to determine if Weinberg was mentally fit to face the jury, as well as whether or not there was any role that mental health issues may have played in his actions. Weinberg was sentenced in May of 1954 before Judge Leo Raphael in Brooklyn Federal Court, and he was convicted. He was sentenced to 18 months in jail, and his lawyer reportedly said that he had seen his client recently and, quote, he was a very hard worker. When I saw him, he looked really well. As we know, this is not the first time that Weinberg did time, and over the years, his criminal record grew. He pleaded guilty to or was convicted of the following, grand larceny once, forgery once, impersonating an attorney once, impersonating a naval officer twice, (laughs) disorderly conduct once, running a school for draft dodgers just the once, once. and embezzlement once. (laughs) Can you imagine if it was like running a school for draft dodgers a dozen times? Right. (laughs) Sometimes, though, he just wasn't arrested. So there's no real full list of everything that he has done. But if you remember how he posed as silent screen actress Pola Negri's personal physician back in 1926, he also once spoke to an audience of psychiatrists, physicians, surgeons, you name it. It was just outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and he used the alias Dr. Alan Stanley Wayman. His topic was the reformation of psychiatric services in American penitentiaries. He received, it was reported, vigorous applause for his speech, and many in attendance didn't learn Dr. Wayman was a fraud until many years later. He wasn't arrested for this event. He wasn't convicted and he wasn't sentenced. Actually, nothing came of it. 
trying to think of the charge of making a speech under false pretense <laughs> at a conference. It's a, it's a whole weird thing. It is reported that he did spend time in state and federal penitentiaries on 13 occasions after he turned 21. And on six of those 13 occasions, he was back behind bars just for parole violation, usually because he had missed a visit with his parole officer. For the most part, though, he played all or most of his roles perfectly. Weinberg actually always seemed to have deftly avoided situations that could have exposed him as a fake. For instance, as an army officer, he never made the mistake of mingling with the troops. As a fake aviator, the street crowds of New York cheered him for his feats that he'd never actually performed. He'd never even flown a plane. He always fit in the moment and was most frequently exposed as a fraud by newspaper reporters, photographers, or officers of the law, people who could recognize his face. Weinberg always claimed that he did what he did just for the thrill of living as another person. As Wayman and other aliases, he impersonated all of those people we've mentioned, military officials, political figures, and doctors, just because he wanted to and he enjoyed it. He once told a judge that, we quote, one man's life is a boring thing. I live many lives. I'm never bored. In 1953, the Brooklyn Daily Eagle called Weinberg Brooklyn's Mr. Chameleon, America's Baron Munchausen, and the world's champion imposter. Weinberg was killed shortly after, in May of 1954. At about 1 a.m., two robbers held up the Dunwoody Motel in Yonkers, New York, where Weinberg was the night manager. They got away with $200, but left $500 in Weinberg's pocket. Shot twice in the abdomen and once in the back of the head, Weinberg died from his injuries, ending what the Brooklyn Daily Eagle called, and we'll quote them again, the truly incredible career of one of the most notorious humbugs this country has ever produced. And the detective that was in charge of this case reportedly remarked, quote, I've known about his record for years. He did a lot of things in the course of his life, but what he did this time was brave. So what kind of a mocktail can you make to relate to Steven Weinberg and his life, Polly? So, of course, I had to make a choose-your-own-adventure mocktail for this one. And it is called Many Lives, because there's one element that you get to pick what you use, and it will change the profile of the, the mocktail or cocktail if you do it that way. It's also a variation on a non-alcoholic lemon drop. But the thing that I like to add to it that makes it a little different is you're going to start with six to ten basil leaves. And you'll muddle those up a bit, along with the juice of about three lemons, then an ounce of simple or vanilla syrup, and then three quarters of an ounce of any other syrup, which will, of course, change it all, depending on what you do. I did a violet <laughs> syrup, and it was lovely. And you're going to shake it, shake it, shake it, and then strain it over ice. Or if you really want to go for the idea of a mock lemon drop, you can put it into a chilled martini glass with a sugar rim, and then just a little club soda on top. It's so yummy and refreshing and delightful. If you want to make it as a, a cocktail, you can bring it more into lemon drop territory by just adding an ounce of vodka and a half ounce of triple sec. 
if you're going to do it that way, think about those things that are coming in to make additional citrus before you pick your other syrup that gives you the many lives. <laughs> <laughs> I also did one of these with that habanero lime syrup that I just use on occasion. That was quite fun and made it definitely a little bitier in its mocktail form. Yeah, you can do anything there. A little raspberry if you want to get more desserty. You can do, I'm trying to think of yummy syrups I have on hand. Grenadine <laughs> would just make this an interesting pinkish, lovely citrus thing. But it's a very, very yummy mocktail. Great for sipping if you want a, a workday drink that feels like you're maybe being a little naughty, but you're not actually because it's just a mocktail. It's fine. It's a lovely sipper. It's just fine. <laughs> just fine. And then at 4.59.59, move to the cocktail hour if you right. want. Add that I'm not shot. judging. <laughs> you're suggesting. You're not just saying there are options this is a good one if you want that sensation of having a very grown-up drink during the day that is completely harmless and delicious and full of fresh lemon juice so what that's got like antioxidants right that's exactly <laughs> that that draws me to the drink right there i'm like all right citrus like <laughs> yes i have orange blossom syrup now that would be perfect in this okay i'm gonna need to figure out what to do with it it sounds oh, like it would i can tell you what i would do with it right now <laughs> i don't even have to think very hard on this one here is what I would do with orange blossom syrup. The most basic, easy way to incorporate right. it. I would do a vodka Collins with it. So you're going to do an ounce and a half of your vodka, mm -hmm. three quarters of an ounce of your lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of your orange blossom syrup. Mm -hmm. Shaky, shaky, shaky. <laughs> Pour That's it over perfect. ice and top it with club soda and you're good. It'll be so bright and refreshing. That is very simple and not challenging at all. <laughs> I'll have to report back when I make it. Now you've made two drinks today. <laughs> but one special to me. That's the Maria special. We'll call that Maria's spitball. I don't know why that's the, the name that came to me. We're spitballing. We're just coming up with right. drinks on the fly. In any case. <laughs> Steven would be so whether, proud. Whether you are doing the mocktail version of this or a, a more grown-up and adult version, we hope you enjoy it. And we thank you once again for spending this time with us and hopefully giggling a little bit at all of the fabulous outfits that you can imagine this man wearing. Mm -hmm. We will see you right back here next week with another imposter. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.